0: hey there watchers this is a public service announcement due to a technical difficulty the goodwill hunting sound quality is not as good as we would have liked although the show's still great we apologize for the sound in advance love always whitey and the team Hey, fellow watchers! It's that time of the week again. Born to watch. Hey, Gal. Do you know what the best part of my day is? What is the best part of your day? It's for about five minutes on a Monday night when I'm sitting up here in the panic room because I think that maybe I'll set up and be ready, and you won't turn up. God. No goodbye. No see you later. No nothing. What? What I owe it to you to not do born to watch. Goodwill Hunting ended up being a smash hit, but realistically. It was the little engine that could. Two rookie actor screenwriters, an indie darling director, and a bona fide superstar created a movie that was a gut punch of emotion and managed to resonate with many generations. Now, let's meet my fellow janitor geniuses in disguise. G Man, how are you, mate? Good evening, everyone.
1: Great. I'm looking forward to doing this one. This is uh, this was in my top 10. I'm looking forward to reviewing this movie.
0: Well, this is the sole reason that we are doing this is because it was in your top 10. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And look, I hear that we've been kicking ass and taking names. We, we have. We've, we've started to grow. We've, we're starting to get a bit of a community on social media. Nice. I hear we're trending in different parts of the world. Well, we've made several international podcast charts. Norway. Oh, we're big in Norway. We're big with the Norwegians. Nice. And Ireland. Ireland? Yeah, okay. big with Ireland. Well, yeah. You know, it's all happening. We broke into the US charts for a little bit, but yeah, look, we're trending. We broke in and broke out. Broke in, broke out. New Zealand, we're big in New Zealand. Thanks to Strangles and his five mates. Yeah, nice. Good work, Strangles. Love it. It's all happening. Dan, up there on the land, how are you? Welcome back. I think I've rooted in all of those countries. That must be why we're trending. Good possibly. Yeah. Starting to trend down as per what happened with you in those countries. Hey, I've been I've been trying to
2: absorb a bit of content in the the last couple of weeks. So obviously, I I'm I'm a one on one off with Domo the legend at the moment. So it gives me a bit of time to actually try and watch a bit of content. So I finished the Bear series two. Have you guys
1: watched the Bear yet? I haven't got to the Bear at all, but I hear it's very good. No, I've got that on the ready to go Morgs, after your recommendation, yeah.
2: oh. and and my fellow Fwits out there. Just watch it. If you haven't watched series one, shame on you. But series two, I think, is better. And they change it up a lot. And yeah, I was very, very, very impressed. Okay. I'm going to give that a whirl this week.
0: What about I'll the homework what about That's the homework I gave you, Dan, with Undisputed and Dr. Do- Sleep? Any you know luck what?
2: with those? I, I actually thank you. You you gave me a prompt through through the week and I did. I started undisputed. <laughs> And I started Doctor Sleep, so okay, I, I need I need a bit more time to come back to quiz feedback. But the <laughs> fact that I'm only made it into 13 minutes of undisputed
0: might might just start to telegraph what I think yeah. of that particular clip. Stop being such a fucking movie snob and just oh. go back in the time machine to the 90s and just love it for what it
2: is. No, I did, so I I have it. I I, I took it to heart because you did call me a snob through the week because I made. Some, some comments about something that our friend Sloan Nixon likes that I said was a bit prosaic. We, went, we don't have to go into it, but I actually tried. I, I thought, right, there's a movie on Netflix that I like, A History of Violence. Okay. Yes. yes. Joe Mortensen yeah. and Maria Bello. So I thought, yeah, I really like that. And I remember it as being a lot fucking better than it is because what an absolute whack job movie that is. Yeah. That's Cronenberg, yeah, but- isn't it? As That's Cronenberg. He's the brother of, it is Cronenberg, he's the brother of Vigo's Joey slash Tom Saul. He must have needed a new car or a new carport or something to agree to do that movie. But it hasn't aged well at all, let's just say. But you know what? This film has aged because Maria Bello, she does a full frontal nudity bit in it. Yeah, she does. And she has pubes. So you can tell (laughs) that it is aged because who the fuck has pubes these days? Yeah, look, you're right. You're right. I don't. I, I didn't see that, that shit He as, and it was actually, actually, it, it was actually a graphic novel, which I mm, wasn't into because I'm not a nag, not. nag, but apparently it was adapted from a graphic novel, but adapted very poorly. And anyway, that's what I've been watching lately.
1: Okay. Hey, I'll tell you, I think I told you guys during the week, I watched Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Yeah. On the plane back last week from Shanghai. That is a great movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, that's- uh, Gyllenhaal, yeah? Movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's, Jake it's based Gyllenhaal. on a true story.
2: I, Okay, I have I have seen that pop up in my my algorithm. Do you, I'm going to give it a go because Mate, you it, said so.
1: Get a hold of it. It's a really good movie, really good flick. You'll like it. Okay,
0: but let's let's like, get we, this let's get this on. Let's do let's, this. I'm let's, pumped. Let's, let's let the healing begin. Let's talk about Goodwill Hunting. Let's get into therapy. Overs and unders, boys. 26 year old movie, but you know I'm going to set the overs and unders on this at 15. I don't think it is a pure rewatchable in the in the in the true essence of the word. We're going to start up on the land as he skulls his wines. Dan, over and under 15 for goodwill Hunting. I reckon on the knocker. Run on the Tommy knocker. Yeah. 15 for this guy. Yeah, okay. And yeah. G-Man, what I'll, about you? I'd be the same. I'm knocking that on the head at 15. Yeah, look, I think I'd be I'd be around there as well. Somewhere between that 15 and 20. Yeah, this, this somewhere there. This would this was, a again, another video shop, darling. This was the kids that were like 16 or 17 and thought they were a bit smart. Yeah, you know, we're going to get into Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, in Avalon there, they couldn't spell Goodwill Hunting. But anyway, they watched a lot of it. Good on them. Thank you for the late fees. Let's listen to the trailer. On the campus of one of America's leading universities, there is a problem on the
1: main hallway chalkboard. It took my colleagues and I more than two years to prove. I'm hoping that
0: one of you might prove it by the end of the semester.
1: The most gifted mind to ever enter its classrooms.
0: This Is correct? Who did this?
1: Is the person who cleans its floors.
2: I just need the name of this guy who works in my building. Got this job through his PO, you can call him.
0: PO? Parole officer.
3: Meet Will Hunting.
0: I've been looking over this rap sheet of yours. Assault, theft, resisting. I've spoken to the judge and he's agreed to release you under my supervision. Really? You have to meet with a
1: therapist every week.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. For
2: the
1: first time in his life, he's about to meet his match. How many shrinks you go to before me? Five. This boy's genius is unparalleled. I need someone who can get through to him. Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. Let's let the healing begin. I went on a date last week. Going out again? I don't know. This girl's like, you know, beautiful. She's smart, she's fun. She's like perfect right now, I don't want to ruin that. Maybe you're perfect right now, maybe you don't want to ruin that. Have you talked to him at all about his future? Give him time to figure out what he wants. This boy has that gift.
2: Can you imagine if Einstein would have given that up just to get drunk with his buddies every night?
3: Some people can never believe in themselves.
2: I can't learn anything from
1: you unless you want to talk about you. Until someone believes in them. You can do anything you want. You are bound by nothing.
2: You're sitting
3: on a winning lottery ticket. I'd do anything to have what you got.
1: And some never know how much they can have. I love you. Until they discover how much they can give. Academy Award winner Robin Williams, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Stellan Skarsgård, and Minnie Driver Good Will Hunting, nominated for nine Academy Awards.
0: Another good indie trailer there by Gus Van Sant and the boys. G-Man, why don't you tell us a little bit about Goodwill Hunting?
1: Okay, some people can never believe in themselves until someone believes in them. Wow. Will Hunting is a headstrong, working-class genius who is failing the lessons of life. After one too many run-ins with the law, Will's last chance is a psychology professor who might be the only man who can reach him. Finally forced to deal with his past, Will discovers that the only one holding him back is himself, a touching tale of a wayward young man who struggles to find his identity, living in a world where he can solve any problem, except the one brewing deep within himself. He's a tortured individual. He is a very tortured individual.
0: Not the happiest of childhoods for young 20-year-old Will. Definitely not. Doesn't quite know how to channel that. No. Anyway, critical thinking. This movie rates exceptionally well. As you would assume, it would. IMDb has it eight point three out of ten. There's been one million reviews, and it is number eight yeah, and it is number eighty-two in the IMDb top two hundred and fifty. Wow, Wow, there's... This is Dan movie. This is you know eight point three. That's yeah, Dan movie. I would yeah. watch this. Yeah. Uh. on Rotten Tomatoes, it's certified fresh ninety-seven percent on the tomato meter. And a 94% audience score. Gee, that's high, oh, isn't it? Very that, That's old. up there with the yeah, top man. ones we've done, right? Definitely. Definitely right up there. Definitely right. Okay. Got a couple reviews here for us. A good review from the, from the eminent Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. The outcome of the movie is fairly predictable. So is the whole story, really. It's the individual moments, not the payoff, that make it so effective. I like that. He's on the individual, individual moments. Yeah, I, think that, I think it is the individual moments. It's the sum of its parts, this movie. Like S- that? to the sum of us, yeah. I like oh, it. Up your bum. That was an Affleck <laughs> film not long after, wasn't it? That was Affleck, was it? in the No, the sum of all fears is the Affleck. That's what I said. Yeah, I know you did. You're all over it. Welcome back. Okay, the bad review is from Billy Boysvert from the Chicago Reader. We're big in Chicago at the moment for uh, reviews. The problem becomes more glaring when movies portray geniuses, characters who not only think constantly, think thoughts that are incomprehensible to the rest of us. I don't think that's true.
2: I I, I totally disagree with old Bluz I
0: I don't think there's much of that at all. I think this is actually pretty simplified
1: shit review.
2: Will Hunting reminds me a bit of me. He plays down to, like, his mates. Yes, he does. He's a bit... He's a bit too fucking smart for all his mates, but he he kind of just drops it down forty. Well, that's 40 exactly points. and
1: points. That's that's exactly true. And also the hairdo, the big floppy hairdo. Yeah, that, that's the other
0: thing. He's that got, you got could a good calic. Oh man, Matt Damon. My question is, Dan, which yeah, which group of mates do you play down to? Like you've got so wow. many, are you quite diverse? Oh uh, Yeah, there's a
2: few tears, yeah. I must say. Okay. Tears as in, not, not that come out of your eyeballs, as in...
0: No, they're, uh, they're, yes. we are, they're only reserved for buck days and uh, Granger's Drive, but anyway, we'll move <laughs> on from she that got, one. You've got more,
1: you get your finger in a few pies, that's for sure. Well, I get around.
0: It's, um, it's, I'll tell you what, though, I'm surrounded by a, a guy who's got fingers in a lot of pies, guy who's the simmer master, you know, it's just, <laughs> it never stops. Anyway, gal, ordinary people, take it away. Tell us about the cast. All right, here we go. Let's start with Matt Damon.
1: Now, we talked about Matt not long ago in Ocean's Eleven, so we'll just bounce through here pretty quick. Yeah, First role in Mystic Pizza alongside Julia Roberts, and then another role in Courage Under Fire in 96. Dropped 47 pounds for that role. Super skinny. Super skinny. End of the Rainmaker, and then obviously Goodwill Hunting, of which he was nominated for Best Actor, but they also, him and... Ben Affleck obviously got
0: the Best Writing Screenplay Award. Well, do you know what's very interesting is that he was cast in The Rainmaker during the making of this movie. Yes. And it actually made Gus Van Sant think, because Francis Paul Coppola directed The Rainmaker, Gus Van Sant was like, yeah, we've got a leading man here. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's what brought him on, yeah. Is that a Grisham? It's a Grisham, Grisham, yeah. 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 It's pretty good. It's got Claire Danes in it. Coppola directed it. He did, yeah. Yeah, I no wait. Yeah, it's it's know. pretty cool. He plays uh, Mickey Rourke. He plays the uh, ambulance chasing. Oh, I remember the film. Yeah. I just
2: didn't didn't
1: remember that the big fella yeah. was the was the director. He did
0: didn't direct many movies.
1: Older, no. Frankie J Holden. But look, this obviously put him and Ben Affleck on the map, and this this opened up everything for them. This huge hit. He went into Saving Private Ryan the year after that. Then Rounders, the talented Mr. Ripley in '99, and then Ocean's Eleven and the Ocean's franchise, the Bourne franchises in 2002. The Departed, two thousand and five; Contagion, in two thousand and eleven; and The Martian, obviously was an Oscar nominee in two thousand and fifteen, and most recently Air: The Nike Story as Sonny Vacaro. I really like Matt Damon. Yeah, great actor. Yeah, am, the talented Mr. Ripley. I, I never, I think I talked about this before. I never liked that movie when I first saw it. I really didn't like it's it after amazing. the first watch, and then when I watched it again a while later, I was like, wow. Blew, Blew you know, me away. I do mean, you know,
0: Dan made me revisit the talent Mr. Ripley after talking about it here on the podcast. So I watched this probably last year, the Talents of Mr. Ripley last year, just because Dan mentioned it a couple of times. I was like, I haven't seen it for a while.
1: Yeah. Very good. No, cool. a really, really good movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman's
0: awesome in it. Do you know the movie of his that I really like that gets no props at all? It's great family movies. We built a zoo. Yes. Right? I've seen it once. Really yeah. good. I watched it with the kids. Emily, is it Emily Blunt? No, it's Scarlett Johansson. I, started, I beg your pardon, yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Scar yeah. in it and he he's so good. It's based on a true story. It's so sad. I cried a lot in it, to be honest, sitting with the kids. Really cried a lot. In fact, do you want to hear a funny story about crying in movies? I managed to get my hands on a copy of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and it's the final Guardians movie. And obviously James Gunn has gone off to DC and the whole thing's sort of splitting up and blah, 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 blah. So I watched it the other day and I really enjoyed it. Thought it was a good movie. Probably not as good as the first, well, not as good as the first one, but it's better than probably better than the second one. It was a good movie. Quite sad, quite fitting ending. So my son, Luke, who's 17 and didn't cry at his grandfather's funeral, says to me the other day, Dad, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? And I go, yeah, mate. He goes, I was really sad. I go, yeah, he goes, I've never cried so much in a movie. Really? And I go, when did you cry? He goes, well, you know. And I go, oh, mate, there's probably five or six sad parts of the movie, but I don't know whether it's like I cried in Avengers Endgame. right? <laughs> so I can't complain. But I'm like, all oh, right. And he goes, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really, really sad. I don't think I can watch that again. Wow. I'm
1: already gone So I was like,
0: "Right, Okay, mate. So there you go. Crying in movies. Move on, gal. Nice one.
1: I'll tell you the movie I liked out that was Rounders. I really liked that. Great movie. Yes. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Is the yeah, you
2: were saying some very, very smart shit tonight.
1: Sometimes I have to play down to the crowd, Morgz, but you know <laughs> that's what you got to do. <laughs> um, digging the most. Listen, I've got, a, I've got a quick sliding door here for Matt Damon. He turned down the role of Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight
0: in 2008. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move.
1: 2008, Was well, he did, wasn't doing too much in 2008 though, so yeah. anyway, good move. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Ben Affleck. Now, we've talked about Ben before as well. He made his feature film debut in 1993's Dazed and Confused. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Oh, Banyan. What a
2: sick movie. Epwit. If you haven't watched that, fucking turn off now and don't listen to
0: us ever again. I'm pretty sure most of the people that listen to this podcast would have seen Dazed and Confused. At least once. Fucking better. I was, I watched
1: it not long ago. I'd never seen it. I oh, maybe a couple of years ago because yeah. I would always heard a lot about it and I never I never caught it when it was so. What do you think? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, after that he did a lot. He was a good match with Kevin Smith. So he did a lot of independence like Mallrats, Chasing Amy, but that didn't do much for I enjoy
2: their their cameos. Getting yeah. out In those flick. It, it it Unfortunately, Kevin Smith kind of shattered bed over the last 10 years. But the, those first few films, I think, were excellent.
1: Yeah, they were. They were. He, ha, he was onto something there. Clark's as well. Back in that where stage, did he, where did he really shit the covers? Was it
0: Dogma? I did think they... it started at Dogma. I think it probably yeah. started at Dogma. I didn't. Really, I don't really like. I think Dogma's pretty average, to be honest. Clark's didn't need a or Clerks. Clark's
2: didn't need a third one. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Didn't need a second one. The second one was shit out too. No, they squeezed yeah.
2: everything out of that,
1: didn't they? But look, it was actually it was actually Kevin Smith who took the. Took the script to Miramax, and they took it to Harvey Weinstein and to get this done.
0: Yeah, well, he was going to direct at one point. I think he was tipped, and then he sort of heard that Gus Van Sant they wanted Gus Van Sant, so he yeah. took a back step. Yeah, so he was
1: so yeah he got, was involved. Well, they wrote they wrote it, and they weren't they they wrote the the script these two, and then they weren't going to get control over it. So they got yeah. Kevin Smith, and he rewrote some of it with them, and then took it to Miramax because yeah. he had the connections. So that's what really got it's them going.
2: Even like even deeper than that, because they got plenty of brass, well, plenty of young load brass for riding it when they sold it originally and they were living large in LA <laughs> just thinking they're killing it and then suddenly all the all the freight ran out and they're like oh god we still haven't made this movie so they, were, they yeah. were it was a little perilous situation before they they had to bring in the big guns like Kevin Smith to actually get it back on track
0: yes
1: and there's actually a funny story because they actually wrote a I'll get this this is probably in listen to this but they actually had a they were they were shopping it around and they didn't know who'd read the whole thing so they actually put a a storyline in on page sixty where Will and Chucky <laughs> have a have an affair just to see who'd,
0: who'd actually. No, it was it was Sean and Jerry, it was the two. It was it was it was, it was and, and and Robin Williams's character. It was Skarsgård and Robin Williams. But yeah, Harvey Weinstein was the only one that said, "Mate, what, what's going on here?" Well, he would have kept reading to see if there was some sort of sex scene. Yeah, definitely. And see what he could do with oh, yes. Harvey.
1: But yeah, that's how they figured out who to who to go with as well. Funny. Let's move on. So now let's get to Robin Williams. Now, we haven't talked about Robin Williams before, I don't think. Uh, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. No. But wow, what a what a performance in this movie. So he actually started, he studied political science and theater at the College of Moran before going to Juilliard to focus on theater. Wow. Right. And then he actually went there with Christopher Reeve and they were really good mates until Christopher Reeve unfortunately passed away in 2004, so... But it was, it was around that time someone convinced him that he should be doing comedy, so he started doing some stand-up work in nightclubs, and that's where he was discovered for his role for Mork from Ork. Now, that wasn't originally the show. He was on Happy Days. So there was two episodes, I think, where he originally was on Happy that's, Days as, as Mork, Mork. From Ork. As yes. Mork.
0: That's right. I do remember And that's, that.
1: that's where he, you know, he came... The, the show was called My Favourite Ork, and that's led to Mork and Mindy which started in S78. So Pam
0: Dorber. Oh, oh yeah, Pam Dauber. Was it? Yeah. If you didn't have a crush on old Pam Dauber, yeah. you weren't a male. No, that's right.
1: But yeah, then he made his feature debut after that as Popeye in 1980, directed terrible, by Robert Altman. Terrible
0: movie. Yeah. Shelley Duvall stars in that Yep, as well.
1: But then 82, The World According to Garp, Moscow on the Hudson in 84. Have I told my World
0: According to Garp story on the podcast yet? I, I, I can't remember hearing it. Okay. So my, we're digressing a little bit tonight, but I think it's worthy of it. When I was in year four, I was in, essentially, I've known my wife since I was six at kindergarten. so And we were in every single class together in primary and infants, except for one year. I don't even know what year that was, but we were in 4P, Mrs. Price's class, in year four. And I had seen The World According to Garp that weekend in year four, and which would have been I was like, what are you in year four, 10, I guess? Yep. Yeah, well, so like 10 or 11. Bell's 10, yeah, so 10. So anyway, there's the famous scene where his wife is having the affair with the young student and she's giving him a, some moral pleasure in the car as they drive and they end up having a crash. She ends up essentially biting his wang off. She's in a neck brace with the thing around her mouth. But So anyway, I'm in year four as a 10-year-old telling this story to my wife-to-be some 20, 20 years <laughs> later. And she's just like, oh my, and she's got no idea. Penis goes in the mouth. What's going on here? And oh my God, and this and that. And so she goes straight home and tells her parents, Matt White told me about this movie, The World According to Garp, and the woman's like sucking this man's penis and da da. da, da. Still to this day, still to this day, <laughs> right? So uh, 38 years later, my in-laws bring that story up on a regular basis. <laughs> About me watching the world according up and telling Megan about <laughs> that's it. That's awesome. Still get a bit of residual. <laughs> Still get a bit of it. So when I first turned up as a suitor yep. in my car out in front of her flight out of front of their place, they knew what was going oh, on. Oh, was that the Purple Sigma? It was probably Dad's Cresseda at the oh, Cressida. That. Yeah, that's right. The white Cressida. The one that went to the Gold Coast. But anyway. Yes. Anyway. Sorry. Story. Anyway, Dogress. Okay, on.
1: look, after that, he was in Good Morning Vietnam and got a best actor nominee. Great movie. Great role for him Good there. Movie. And then obviously straight up that in Dead Poets Society in 89, another Best Actor nominee. And then The Fisher King in 91,
0: another nominee. It's really funny that for a guy who is an out-and-out comedian, like he's yeah. a stand-up comedian, his best roles have all been in dramas, Guys. Yeah, all been in dramas. He's an incredible dramatic actor. There was a, there was a line in The Fisher King, he used, used to say to
1: me, I can't remember what it was, there's a scene in the in the literature. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll remember that, okay. I'm, I'm sure it'll oh, come up. Anyway, after that, look, he obviously was in Hook. He did. He voiced Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, oh, well. <laughs> the Birdcage in '96, Goodwill Hunting, where he won his Oscar as Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, Thoroughwell, well deserved. He did another. Couple, one Hour Photo, artificial AI, artificial intelligence. I like One Hour Photo
0: and yeah. Insomnia. I like. Yeah, life. he's it's very insomnia. good. He's. That Insomnia. Not much happens for the whole movie. They just walk around in mist. But it's very good. Mm. Yeah, but very he's good, good in it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan, isn't it? Insomnia? Is it Nolan? Hey. I might have to. Anyway, I'll, on check, the, I'll uh, check on that. that. Continue,
1: yeah. Yes. But anyway, look, and after that, the Night at the Museum series, he was Teddy Roosevelt in there. A little bit of sliding doors. He was offered the role of the Riddler in Batman Forever in 95, which was the Jim Carrey role. Wow. Now, Jim Carrey's obviously really good at that, but I
0: could see... Robin Williams doing a real good job at that as well. Absolutely, hundred percent could do that. And of course, Dan, stop looking. I'm right. Miss Crystal did. Yeah, of course, that's no, a remake.
2: Right, right? I was. It's yeah. a remake
0: of a French film, I believe. Let Insomnia. There we go. But yeah, he was he's, also. He's, like, I didn't know you could speak French, Dan. Ah, uh, weird. He's a man of the world. Uh, he's, worldly. He's, he's worldly. He's worldly. He's he's a, a, a Dan on the land. Shumappel shit beanie. Continue. Yobini is mad.
1: Look, he was also considered for the role of Joe Miller in Philadelphia, which we are the Denzel Washington movie. No, not quite.
0: No, he wasn't coming back from the
1: grave for that one, Dan. But yeah, look, anyway, let's move on. So, Minnie Driver. So, her big breakout role was Circle of Friends in 95. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do.
0: With Chris O'Donnell.
1: Yep, Chris O'Donnell, Colin Firth, and Aidan Gillen. Wide birth. Yeah, I saw Aiden it once. Dylan had a moment, did he? She had a few lately. He was in The Wire. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's been in quite a few yeah. things recently. Littlefinger. Mm. Littlefinger, yeah. yeah. He's good. Uh. I like him. And then she was in GoldenEye. She played Irina in GoldenEye. Yeah, she plays uh, She plays Robbie,
0: Robbie Coltrane's girlfriend, who's a yes. bad karaoke singer. Oh, you're just a man. Shocking. That uh, sounds good. There's a bit of an eye into the Born to Watch Karaoke Night. Yeah. yeah. Oh.
1: All right. After that, Into Sleepers with Robert De Niro, obviously Kevin Bacon and Brad Pitt. Goodwill Hunting. Good she got an Oscar I've
2: nom. Sleepers is on the, I'm sure we'll do it at one day. 100%. It's, it's pretty grim. Yeah. It's, it's super grim.
0: Movie. Super Very grim. Right. Kevin Bacon is excellent in it. Yeah. yeah. Good story. Like, excellent in it. But yeah, grim movie. Oh, it's a great, it's a, it's a really good story. Robert De Niro is yeah. good in it too. Yeah. The whole cast is great.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, obviously got her Oscar nom for Goodwill Hunting. Most recently has been in the TV series Speechless. And then in Cinderella in 2021. She, did she
0: fell off the edge of the world. She hasn't done a lot in the last few years. She's She must be a plate-earther because she just fell off the edge of the world. No, she, she, she did have a recurring role in
1: Will and Grace for oh, a while. There you go. John Cleese's daughter. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: She <laughs> reminds me a bit of Sophie Ellis Bexter.
0: Yes. She's got the, the sort of pronounced jaw. Hey, hey, Sophie, why the square foot? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, I was thinking about that during the week, Morgs. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I thought. Sophie ellis that reminds me a lot of her. Really murder, beautiful women, just have a quite a quite a square head. He murder. Stellan Skarsgård, Swedish actor, did a lot of Swedish theatre and TV in his earlier days. In Hollywood movies, he was in the Hunt for Red October in 1990. He plays the 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 captain
0: that's captain. hunting down Ramius. Yep. Ends up Captain Connery yep. Sean Connery blows him out of the water. Obviously, Good Will Hunting he was Armistad in 97.
1: He was in Ronan with Robert De Niro. mm mm-hmm. he was also in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Two good movies. Um, Flick, Val
2: Kilmer, yep. Robert Downey Jr.
1: Yep. The Pirates of the Caribbean. He was Bootstrap Bill in 2006. He was in Mamma Mia in 2008.
0: Oh, God. Really good musical, Mamma Mia. Not so flash on that. Yeah. Never saw so it. Never saw the, the screen the... version. Yeah.
1: And he was obviously in Thor. He was Eric Selvig in the Thor franchise movies. He was in Radio.
0: Chernobyl as well. Chernobyl is one of the best TV series in yeah, the made. That was a yeah, really, really good, good series. Good. Really hard yeah. eddie.
1: He's also in June. Yep, he plays yeah. the, the big Darragh. guy. Ooh, the big yeah, fat guy. Big
0: jab at the heart yeah, fighting Yeah, the big fat guy. He's also in the remake of Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Yes, he is. And he is, yeah. That is. Oh, the he was Rick- Martin Banger. Yeah. He it freaking amazing. Isn't that a shame that oh, that didn't make any brass? Oh, so they my God. Didn't do
2: the other two. Fincher. Yeah, a, that is an incredible
0: movie. I watch it a couple of times a year, every year. Grim, grim, grim. But look, he was actually up for the role of Oscar
1: Schindler in Schindler's List. Yeah, I, I can see that. I could, could see him doing I can that. See that.
0: Yeah. It's hard to. It's hard to beat the charisma of of Big Liam, though. Yeah, yeah. I could also see. I could also see him as uh, the baddie. Yep, in Schindler's List. Yeah, you what's, could. His, what's his uh, name? Ralph
2: Fiennes. Yeah, what's Ralph his Fiennes. name
0: in the movie? I forget what his name Can't is in think. the movie. He'll come to me.
1: Anyway, one more quickly. We'll just hit, we hit Cole Hauser. Oh, good old Rip. I'm glad you mentioned He him. He actually had his first role in Days of Confused as well. He was in Days yeah, of Confused. Yeah, he's good in it. Yeah. He was in Tigerland he's... in 2000.
2: Tigerland? That's with, that's that's with, with Colin, Colin Farrell. That was yep. Colin Farrell's first Connor movie. Colin Farrell, yep.
1: the, the army thing. Yep. Too that's Fast, a... Too Furious. He was in The Breakup. Olympus Has Fallen. And obviously, as we said, he's been Yellowstone for the last five years as Rip. But oh. uh, there's a lot of
0: beans that have been strummed to big old Cole Hauser. Oh, I reckon there's plenty of man crushes on him too. He's awesome. I really love Rip. Oh. I was introduced to Cole Hauser, higher learning. Played the, yes. uh, the, the neo-Nazi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, with with Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Yeah, Rappaport. yeah, Rappaport, yeah. Rappaport, yeah. goes mental Rappaport. in the bell tower. That's right. Great movie. All right, that'll wrap it up for the cast. Okay. What about the money? Yeah, all yeah.
1: oh, right. For the gross, this made 138.5 million domestically, 87.5 million internationally, for a total of 226 million worldwide on a 10 wow, million dollar this... budget.
0: Jesus Christ! 10 That's million just opening just week only did
2: 205x return. Yep. Fuck off! I
0: reckon so, the yeah. sum total of of Gus Van Sant's all of his movies wouldn't wouldn't no. be the box office. This, yeah. this yeah, was up works. there. Yeah, this but... was
1: the highest grossing movie for Miramax until. Something else came along. I can't think of what it was. Yeah, Something right. in two th- the early two thousands. Mm. I'll come to me later. But the opening weekend only did two hundred seventy-two thousand dollars. This would have been a huge word of mouth movie. Massive. Yeah, massive word of mouth. But uh, yeah. So look, ninety-seven. We've been through before. Titanic tied with Ben Hur for the most Academy Academy Awards in Oscar history. L.A. Confidential was nominated for nine Academy Awards, which we've done. Yeah, it won everything. It won. It was nominated for that for nine. It won four. I think it Titanic won everything else. Yeah. in that category. Yeah. Obviously best picture and best director was there. Best actor was Jack Nicholson in As Good As It Gets. Best actress was Helen Hunt in that same movie. Robin Williams, obviously, in Goodwill Hunting and Kim Bassinger in LA Confidential.
0: Pretty good, top four. Yeah.
1: So obviously the biggest movie was Titanic with two point two billion. The Lost World, six hundred and eighteen million. Men in Black, five hundred and eighty seven. So Titanic
0: was all- well, I don't know Sorry, do is, that, is that adjusted cash? Or no, it's, that, that's that takings. That would, that would be that would be no, that would be takings. I think now. You've got to remember, out. Titanic's Titanic's had a lot of re-releases, so that wouldn't just yep. be for that year. He wouldn't have done 2.2 in that one year. It would that would be would. yes over over time total. But look, Air Force One, as good as it gets.
1: Goodwill Hunting came in at number 15 with 226 million, as we said. That don't a whole segment where we talk about this shit. Yep, we're getting to it. Rhino, sorry, I've just been out for a couple of
0: weeks. That's okay. You guys are freestyling, so... We're not freestyling, no? Yeah, look, 97 was a good year, so I reckon it's time to get to... Hey, 97 was a great year. Like,
2: Damon and Affleck, a couple of other young blokes from down under were about to take on the
0: world, AG hey, man Oh, that's right, that's oh. right. Yeah, we haven't heard about that for ages. So, anyway, 97, hit, sleeper, or oh, dud. <laughs> okay, my hit... I reckon this could be somewhere on a Dan's list. We haven't done hit Sleeper Dove for 97 yet. 97, my hit, Boogie Nights. Mark Wahlberg, Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore, Heather Graham, Philip Seymour Hoffman, William H. Macy, Paul Thomas Anderson directs. This is the tagline. It's quite funny. Back when sex was safe, pleasure was a business and business was a booming. An idealistic (laughs) porn producer aspires to elevate his craft to an art when he discovers a hot young talent. Now, this movie has not aged one minute. Fantastic. It is, Have we done this? No, we haven't. No. It's, it's gonna, it will oh, be done. I thought we had. No, it will be done. It's been mentioned a whole lot it's of times. It's been mentioned a lot. It's, it's. It'll be a 2023, I think. We'll get to it this year. Yeah. It is just an incredible piece of cinema. I remember seeing this at the movies. All the buzz was for the dick shot, right? That's all the buzz. And yeah. the, the beauty of it, is that it's the last shot of the movie. You yeah, don't get exactly. to see it until the last. So you go there for you've heard this, you've heard this, you've heard this, and it's the the ninety nine point nine percentile of the movie that it pops up. It is yeah. so good. I went there for Mark
1: Wahlberg's karate kicks. <laughs> how how good are they when he gets the award of the karate kick?
0: The thing is though, is that it wasn't so much of a stretch to him to be such a shit actor.
1: No, but he plays that. Uh, he played that really well, didn't he? The the softly spoken it's, sort of but non-confident.
0: The, the lead roles are great. So like you've got Burt Reynolds, Heather Graham, and Mark Wahlberg are great, but it's the secondary characters. It's John C. Riley. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. It's Don Cheadle. It's the secondary characters, William H. Macy, yep. that just elevate it to a level that is almost beyond reproach. Yeah. It's a cracker great movie. movie. Great movie. You that, know? That, great was,
1: I actually, that was my number two. I had it okay. in there, and I thought you might bring that up, so yep. I had that. But okay. my one for that year was The Devil's Advocate. Oh wow! Now we like, mentioned this the last. Yeah, we, few we weeks. mentioned the last
2: couple Gals, of weeks. I was got a real semi-fat for this movie. He does. I love it.
0: Okay, oh, I've got a feeling you might have had quite a bit of special time with some of the scenes in this movie, which is why it's so close to your <laughs> heart. There's a lot of movies we could say about that. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie
1: Nielsen is yes. particularly sexy in this. Very, yeah. Mm. No, but I look, just a really good movie. When I looked through the list of movies for the year, I thought, wow, I haven't seen in a long time. Ed Rooney's in it. Yep. Ed Rooney gets taken down in the Does. park,
0: yeah. jogging through yep. the park. Ed um, Rooney.
1: Really good movie that sort of starts off, you know, one way and then, and then changes right through the middle. And it's not a storyline you sort of think is going to happen, but I, I really enjoyed it. It's a great movie. I haven't seen it for a long time.
0: Awesome. That's my one. Dan, what do you got, mate?
1: Like it. Yeah, I do. I'm...
2: Did not pick Boogie Knives because in my brain we'd already done that one. So well done, brain. Let me down again. But I actually picked Con Air. Oh, good choice. Which nice. is a film that I fucking love and I will revisit probably, maybe not yearly, but that I have seen it many times. Overs yeah. unders would be would be high. But yeah, just Particularly brilliant. Just over the top.
0: What a premise. Awesome. Yeah. What a premise. Yeah. You've got 11 of the worst criminals in the world on one plane. I know. Oh, how good. Yeah. Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus the Virus. The names are great. Malfovich Cap- again. Cameron Poe. Oh, mate. <laughs> Some of the worst hair extensions in yeah. cinema. And probably, Best. I think, I don't know whether we. I did this. I didn't think I did. Nick Cage is one of the worst accents ever, but. Put the bonnet. Oh, you southern that yeah, accent! Yeah, it's pretty old The the
1: scene with the kid and Steve Buscemi when I mean, oh, they're singing that—that is the creepiest part of the movie. And you just—you
2: oh, just fear for that kid, the, right? The old he's yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. it? Oh God, yeah. Got
0: yeah. the whole world no. in his oh, hands. Oh, oh yeah, that's creepy. Good one. Jeez, Steve
1: Buscemi's good. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's brilliant.
0: Good choice, Dan. Okay, nineteen ninety-seven sleeper. Starship Troopers. So that's what I had. Yeah. Uh Casper Van Dien, Dina Meyer, Denise Richards, Doogie Hauser, oh, Neil Patrick Ellis.
1: Dina Meyer and Denise Richards oh, looking very yeah. good. This I, you know
0: what? I had a real thing for, for Dina Meyer yes. from Beverly Hills 90210 as well. Yeah. Mate, I I've got to say, unimpressed when she gets top off. Unimpressed. I was expecting a whole lot more. Tough marker.
2: I'll tell you what though. What about the showers? Yeah, the showers. Uh, would have been confronting. And had we gone so oh, far a- in the go future, showers, yeah, he's
0: mate. Nah, sorry, I'm in the corner. am and de- am I supposed to <laughs> wash my wang properly with all these women around? You get Starship, dick. Yeah. It's the
2: cheese over there. Hit us off to play baseball, just oh, <laughs> it out, like the big and fat.
0: Mate, I used to have to sort of get a bit of blood in it to go in the shower at the footy, so I oh, wasn't embarrassed. They're like having 20 what? chicks in there with me. Like, what's going on? Oh,
2: how good. Yeah, a yeah, no, great movie. Good Humans movie.
0: in a fascist militaristic future wage war with a giant alien bug that at the end somehow resembles a very awful vagina. You want to live forever? Oh, it's great. It good. is so good. Okay, Gail, what do right you
1: got? That, well, that, that was mine. That was actually okay. mine. I had Don, Donny Brasco. Donnie Brasco was the other one I was going to bring up. Yep. Really, really love that movie. Forget um, about it. Yeah, Donnie, great, great story. But yeah, that my, my number one was Starship Troopers. Okay,
0: good one. For online. What about you, Dan? What do you
2: got? Yeah, I think I'll go in because of yeah. Goodwill Hunting. I thought I would pay homage to Mini Driver and a Gross Point Blank. Ooh, yes. Well, there we go. John Cusack. Really a favorite of mine. Yeah, probably. I don't know that a lot of my F Wit brethren would be with me on this one, but it's just one that I've, I've, I go back to over the years. John Cusack and Mini Driver. He's a conflicted assassin going back to his high school. Reunion with Jeremy Piven as one of his mates, and and his love interest that he spurned to go off and become a assassin was mini driver. So yeah, good, and witty, quick rebatee, quirky, Derek Royd is a, a fellow assassin and, and he's actually trying to kill him as well. So really good flick. If you haven't seen it, if it's
1: check it out. Gross Point Blank. Mate, great card. Alan Arkin's in it. Joan Cusack. Hank Azaria. Yeah. Wait,
0: there's heaps of people in there. You're quick on the research, yep. aren't you, G-Med?
1: Michael Cuddle. No, he just
2: knew that. He doesn't research. Nah,
0: please. Okay, 1997, dud. Now, after Speed last week, I'm going with Speed 2, Cruise Control. Yeah, that's oh, fair You know it's bad when a movie essentially creates a career or cements a career with Keanu, and he says no to the sequel. So,
1: So actually, Sandra Bullock said no because he said no. Yeah, but then they greased her and said, "Well, if you do this, we'll we'll Hell help it. you out with uh, whatever
0: movie she had coming." I can't think
1: what probably it was. forces
0: of nature or something some of that. Like so,
1: that. So, she ended up doing it. Well, plus I, plus I think they gave her a bit of cash.
0: A computer hacker breaks into the computer system of a Seabourn Legend cruise liner and sets it speeding on a collision course into a gigantic oil tanker. Now, don't get me wrong, speeding in a in a liner ain't that fast. <laughs> Were there any pop quizzes in Speed yeah. Two? No. No <laughs> pop quizzes, <laughs> but it's like okay, we're going. You're going 18 knots. Is Jason Patrick? Is that yeah, the Jason Keanu? Patrick. Yes. Yep. Mm, okay. Yeah, not great. Good hair in it. Good hair. He's got good hair in it. That's about it. Okay, G man, Dud.
1: I, I've gone. I, I love this actor, but I'm going with the postman. Thank you. Oh. It's, it's
0: sunny Payne, wash your mouth sunny out. Sunny Pain. Does he he loves it. He loves it. He loves the postman. He it loves waterworld. He'll go to waterworld. Oh, to war
2: he he loves movies as much as we do. He watches a particular movie hundreds of times,
1: but for some reason, he fucking loves the Postman. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh look, I don't mind Waterworld. It wasn't as, It got some really bad raps. I watched it. it; wasn't that bad. But the the Postman.
0: No, the Postman's just tragic.
1: The you know what? I'm with you on Waterworld. I think it was it was
2: completely hammered when it came out, but on the rewatch, it's not that. Trap hole, it, and it actually made a lot of money worldwide. However, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but no, not, on the back of Oz uh, doing Money to Dunker,
1: but look,
0: the the, the, the,
1: the oh, postman geez. was a box office bomb. It grossed a total of twenty point eight million against a budget of eighty. Ooh, right? oh it was nominated for three Saturn Awards, but won five Golden Raspberry Award nominations, including worst picture. Yeah, it's a bad. It's a bad yeah, film. Excellent, it's
0: a bad film. Okay, Dan, what you got? Dud. Yeah, I got I get it done. You
2: probably haven't thought about it for a while, but Bruce Willis' bit featuring a young Jack Black as well in a bit of Mate. a bit oh. part and where he loses a bit of his arm. Um, oh, a lot of it. He lost, uh, loses a lot. It's called The Jackal. Yes. And obviously about Carlos the Jackal, the international assassin, covert assassin, but with a blonde-headed Bruce Willis, much like a Dan Morgan in 98... Wow, you know, a shit-shave blonde hair where the G man didn't talk to me for
1: six weeks. Still I'm not really ready. That. I'm still not ready to talk about it.
0: Not only that, your girl, didn't your girlfriend change teams because of that haircut? Didn't change. Came back. I think I've got. I think yeah. I've got some. I think yeah. I've got some photos of oh, Morgs. The photos are bad. Yeah, they need I, to I, get, think yeah. I, I think I've found I was, some with Morgs with the blonde get, We need to get some old yeah. Morgs oh, photos.
2: Look, I was, you know, I was fawning myself with the G, traveling the world, decided that a shave blonde hair would be. Would be for me, but I still had that massive schnooter yeah. hanging out the front of my face, so it didn't help a lot. But anyway, the Jackal. Yes. What a right. shit fucking movie.
0: Yeah, it's not great. It's got Richard Gere with one of the worst Irish accents in yeah. history. It's terrible. Is it Jack
1: Black that he makes yeah. run yeah. when he's got the when yeah.
0: he's got the fifty just, cal and yeah, just straighter? Yeah. He, knocks he, the armor, blows like, him yeah. to pieces. It's great. He's
2: he's, he's uh, dialing in his sights yes. on the on on the massive calibre weapon.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, well done, gentlemen. Let's move into question time. Interesting one here. What's the go in America, especially in the movies, with everyone having like really shitty cars? Yeah, terrible cars. In like in so many but, movies, is it a trope where everyone just says? Nah, no, no. These, these guys are from You've South, either, South Boston. Might, no, people have either they're either driving Mercs or Hummers, or they're driving shitboxes. Yeah, but these guys are I from just South think Boston.
2: No, they no, just do uh, The American car industry for years, like they were quite patriotic about propping up their own car industry and they just like ugly cars. Yeah. That's all it was. They all look like the cop cars from yeah. the Bull Street Blues. Yeah, but. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I won't stop. I won't stop. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So we're saying it's patriotism. <laughs> patriotism, not shitty cars. Yeah, patriotism Patriot. for shitty cars. No. Okay, is this Robin Williams' greatest performance? I'll give you a few. Gao's gone through them. Dead Poets, Good Morning Vietnam, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, or Mork and Mindy.
2: I'm going to say no for me. I'm going to say Good Morning Vietnam was the complete
1: the absolute a bit of everything molding of his talents into the perfect role 100% yeah. because he he plays the, he plays the the larry guy you know the the out there dj and then then has to go into the he dramatic
0: part it's towards the
1: end
2: when the movie turns she yeah. is world class at and yet there's still enough dramatic chops in there that he can flex no that was that was number one for me
0: yeah well, i agree I, with had that an interesting relationship with good morning vietnam I wasn't a huge fan probably up until about 10 years ago when I revisited yeah, really. it and I was like, Fuck, this is actually is really, really good. Yeah, it's good good. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know when he auditioned for Mork and Mindy, like when they what he got when he auditioned no, 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 for no, Mork, no. they they got him on there and they were like, Well, cool. he walked in to the to the director's room, sat down, and then just sat on his head to the headstand and the guy goes, You're my guy.
0: You know, <laughs> yak like a
1: Martian, yak like an alien. Yeah.
0: Okay then I read
2: recently that he they had to have multilingual people on staff because he kept Trying to swear in many languages <laughs> to try and get into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. How good is he? What a fucking boss! Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so then next question: Is this the best that Damon and Affleck have ever been? So, is this is this script the best thing that that pair has done together? No. Mm-hmm. Individually, mm, just <laughs> don't You go through
1: some of some of the yeah, movies. Got some, they, they you have some options movies. for it.
0: No, I haven't. I just well, for me, right. I, think, I think. What about the
1: town? Well, I think you know, I think the town for Ben yeah, Affleck. I think Affleck's character in the town
2: is on the nose, but I, I like the film. Yes, so now I would argue that this is a better character.
0: Well, I think possibly in, the Bourne movies yeah. might surpass Good Will Hunting in terms of. Yeah, they yeah. were groundbreaking. But the, but the it, script's isn't? pretty fucking special. Mate, Ben Affleck did Jiggly. Huh. Don't ever Just bring that up. Don't ever bring that up on this Mate, the podcast again. What about that Oh, uh, That's not great either. Oh, oh the accountant. Yeah. Yeah, Benny, Benny got no, a bit high his own shippers,
1: supply. But... Mate, this, look, to be fair, this is this is a cracker of a script and, and two good forms. I mean, Matt Damon is unbelievable in yeah. this role. Unbelievable for oh, a young guy. I, mean, I think it's, it's possible to
0: peak
2: super young. I peaked at 12, though I, yeah. I get... Before well, so we you, met you. could possibly have been there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I can tell you all the stories of how good I was because you yeah. were. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Okay. All right. So we're going to go with a possible yes. Mini Driver. She's she's okay in this movie. She got a nominee how right? a nomination she get for it. a fucking nomination She's okay in this movie, but I struggled to see. She had a moment. She was a, a big bit she of had a big moment. deal. Definitely. Old they Minnie. did.
1: They tried to give her a
0: shove, that's they for did. sure. They
1: did. I don't see it. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. I thought the scene with Matt Damon when they go to the the toy store or the you know the yep, I thought that was quite good. I thought the scene where he tells her he doesn't love it like her acting that that was really good. I mean that whole scene is so powerful. Yeah, I well, but he, I like hey, it. Hey, you
2: know? gee, that's where it oh, that's where I lose I, it for me. Like I thought she was fine as we first met her and I thought I I enjoyed how she was playing it which was kind of like really straight like it was familiar it wasn't that it didn't feel like she was affecting any particular accent or anything stupid it just felt like her yes but where she lost me was in that scene that you're talking about i think she's a awful crier and i just didn't believe that chemistry in the slightest
0: okay fair enough yeah i, I think she's not a good crier i think she's a bad crier in in that scene yeah where where will hunting says she's a, that he doesn't love her and that's all him like he is brutal. Yeah. He's brutal. That's for He's sure. Dialed into
2: that. That is like, that yeah. is one of the toughest yeah.
1: scenes in the movie for sure.
2: Yeah. What? Now that particular scene, you would have dropped that bomb on a few tens back in the nineties. Like, is that how it usually goes down? It's so a bit they brutal. cry and you just you just fuck off,
1: mate. You're the bloke talking about every country you've been around pounding in, <laughs> Huh? <laughs> while I'm sleeping, while I'm sleeping in the rain. But hang on, while I'm sleeping like, in the rain no, but, on a Greek. But hang, Greek
0: but, but hang on, Gao. The girl actually, and a lot of girls would profess their love to you. They never did that to Dan. And they <laughs> stayed heterosexual with you. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll start with you, Dan. What do you got for good? I had, I've, got, I've got three points
2: and I'll make them very cushy. But One thing in this movie, I almost told you this afternoon when we had a quick riff yes. off air. But I picked up that when Mini Driver when when Will Hunting calls her and then hangs up the phone and she thinks it's a prank caller and she said, Is that
0: you, Professor Lambeau? yeah. yeah.
2: I never picked up on yeah. that. But was it was it?
0: a still in Skarsgård character that she thought it might be. I'm not well, sure if she, she said Lambeau? Lambeau. She does say Professor something. I'm not sure who it is. I,
2: I think it's Lambeau.
1: I'll go back and check that. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: Yeah, you might have started, get stats and check that for next week. But anyway, I really love that. I think Robin Williams' performance is my favourite on Particular revisit, I that was what I was struck by. I think everyone else did well, but I couldn't imagine this film without him. And I was very pleasantly surprised by Stellan Skarsgård, who I thought was also excellent.
1: Excellent, he's excellent. He excellent. plays that that so hip, cold, bit of a dick role it's so big well. Dick. Yeah. Big dick, big dick. Oh, it's, it's
2: about the middle. Oh,
0: you <laughs> get it. You can have it. I know no, yeah. what a fuck with. I got oh, to say more. I agree that.
1: But Robin Williams, the the dialogue and the rapport he has with Stellan Skarsgård. The one he has with Matt Damon as well, like they they just bounce us so like it's so believable, yeah. Like that, the... exactly.
2: It you don't look like you're looking at Robin Williams the comic. Like no. he just owns that character, and it's so impressive.
1: Yeah, and the, and the, just the two of them when they they're just bickering each other, and you can tell you can do, just taste that they've got that long rivalry, yeah. right? That that little yeah. bit of under underlying, you know, hatred Absolutely. or dislike.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's not really hard. Totally. But... Okay, G man what do you got? Well, I agree. Robin
1: Williams is unreal in this, and as I said all, all those. All those, you know, interactions. Matt Damon's awesome in this. What I really liked was Chucky's white trackie with the green trim in the first scene. It was ah. awesome. And I love I love how they wear, like, the full trackie. I love the full they trackie. Get around, love they full get trackies. around South Boston in the full trackies. Love it. Absolutely. Um, Outfits were
2: superb, G. Good call.
1: I loved it at the end when Sean's wearing his Boston Red Sox jacket. You know, right, yes. there's no, a blue one like Morgz just had, the satin one. Morgz had the satin yep. one. Yes. Satin nylon. Yep. Yeah. yeah it was polyester Morgz. God, yeah. I Look, I, I do think there, were, there was so there's so many good parts in this movie. The, the It's not your fault. Scene, the scene between, as I said, between Matt Damon and, oh. and Minnie Driver. I, I just think it was great. You just, you just
0: love the movie, yeah, yeah. Just top ten. Just love it. It's yeah. a top ten G movie for me. Matt Damon and Robin Williams. Every interaction, every single interaction. So the park bench, the, the last I watched this about three weeks ago, and, I, and the park bench scene was incredible. Actually. Chopped up the park being seen and put it on Instagram, which has helped it blow up. Thank you, Robin. RIP. Thank hey, you, Robin. The, the, the fart story. Yeah. The the boat. The it's not your fault. Every interaction with Matt Damon and Robin Williams is incredible. Incredible.
1: The first scene in their, in his office. The second scene in his office, the, yeah. obviously by the lake. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: And also the great story about the the home run from Carlton Fisk in year six. And he goes, no, of course I wasn't there. I was having yeah. a drink with my wife to be. And that is just, you know, and then at the end he goes, well, I didn't know Smudge was going to hit a home run. Yeah, that's awesome. But it's just, it's just so I good. Love, like, I love it. Your move, chief. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to go see about a girl. The script, obviously you don't expect two young men to be able to write something as deep as this. How, how much of it is is theirs is, you know, to be debated, but I'm sure there's quite a substantial amount of it, which is theirs. It would have got to help along the way. But the message, don't dismiss your gifts. I think as a teenager, it's a, it's a really powerful movie to watch because of the message of don't dismiss your gifts. You get these God-given talents, you shouldn't piss them away. And most of us do. Most of us have got something that we're good at and we end up sitting back when we're 48 and going, oh, I wish I'd done this a little differently. Yeah. Mate, most of us do that. Some of us just have to play down though. I mean, that's just the
1: way it goes.
2: That's it's it. So that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. What do you do when you've got so many
1: fucking gifts?
0: Yeah, it's, it's been hard, Dan. It's been really difficult. It's, it's, yeah, a cross. It's, it's a cross you have to bear,
2: mate. You fail at all of them. It's, That's I'm all. You're going to write a memoir, <laughs> shit at <of> heaps. Yes.
0: <laughs> I love, I love mates for each other. I think that that group of four mates. I think that, the, the bickering just it just it yeah. reminded it reminded me of us, like you know, those teenagers driving around in a car and just giving each other shit. Like, you know, throwing the sandwich, like we am going to put this up here, pay 16 cents. We're going to put on layaway. All the bickering, all the mate stuff just, just really reminded me of what it's like to have a yeah. group of mates. Well, my last good is Boston. Incredible setting. It's such a shit place where they are, but the, there's so much, I guess, hierarchy within the city and there's so much the, where the, it's not quite India, where the rich are really rich and the poor are really, really poor. But I'll tell you what, it's not too different. Like it's Yeah, the wrong side of the tracks. Definitely, sure. definitely. So I I think that's really good. What about bad, Dan? What do you got? Yeah, so you, you brought
2: this up as a good, but I would say au contraire, as our previous uh, Repartee in and before, but the it's not your fault scene. I don't I I know that they had to get to that point and they had to have the breakthrough. I don't like that scene and I don't think it's done very well. And I don't think Damon handled it very well. And I think it's, I think they swung and missed with that particular scene.
1: I'll tell you what, you talk about bad cries. Matt Damon gives it a bad cry into the shoulder. A horrible. It's
3: hard. I get it. it.
2: As a screenwriter myself, I understand that that scene was the turning point where they had to, all of the rapport that they'd established had to come together. But it was just, I think it was just a shitly written scene.
1: I think one of the so, things for me yeah. was that it was, they packed a lot of there because because Sean and Lambo are fighting you know, about him right before he walks in, and then they have that whole dramatic scene straight after it. So they, they packed mm. a lot of that heavy stuff into three or four minutes or five minutes of, of movie time there in a row. I
0: think it's very difficult, Dan, for you to judge yeah, you know, good and bad cries being one of the great cries yourself. Uh, and I think that one of the best.
3: One of the best I cries. think that
0: y- you can see through it when it's not real. Like you can, you feel it's palpable. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. When someone cries for real, it's palpable, and you can feel that. And you, you're an absolute judge on that. So I can understand why you can, why you find faulted that, that scene for sure. Strong, strong cryer. Yeah, very strong. <laughs> you got anything else, Dan? This uh, is no, what it sounds it, that, like that it, when bad. Dan cries.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't go very often, but when I do, I come yeah. with a sign no, You certainly
1: do. Yeah. what do you got for bad? I, I, def- I just to to find a couple of things. One was when they go to the races, Skylar's watching the races with her binoculars backwards. Yeah. And once you see it, you can't unsee it because she's got the big bits <laughs> on her eyes and the little bit going. And I was like... What like? Why don't you see? Like, how did someone get that through post production?
0: Is it? Do you think it's a bit though? Is it's it awesome. meant to be that? Or no? She's looking at the <laughs> she's looking at bit.
1: the dog. Oh, maybe no. I, I think it's a serious scene there. And look, the other one was thought about. This was they got him a, a car for his twenty first birthday. His mates chipped in and got him that car. Yep. But then Chucky still goes to pick him up. Why would he still go to pick him up when he had his own car?
2: Excellent pickup, she money. That's why you do what you fucking do. That's awesome, yeah. That's re- that's retarded, isn't it? Yeah, that's well, the
1: routine. That's but maybe routine, maybe right? yeah. Look, you can you can say that it's a routine, or he just picks him up. Obviously, two people wouldn't drive. They're going to the yeah, same spot, go, but yeah. Just anyway, it just that just occurred to me. And why did he notice his new car wasn't parked at the front? Yeah,
0: true But he does look
1: home. But he does look. Yeah, I think he does. He does. As he's walking past. He does look. look but into they, the they, they called They did have we'll that. Take. They did have that as part of his scene. I want to, you know, the one day. Yeah the monologue that Whitey went through at the start. So I understand why they've got to throw that
0: in. Oh, is that where that was from? I thought I made that up. Yeah, okay. Okay, my bad. I've got Will and Skylar relationship. I find it to be a tad weak. I find that, one, how does she fall in love with him, for one? Will Hunting's a bit of a cock. (laughs) I know he's a brilliant mind. I know he's super smart, but he's actually a bit of a cock.
1: She knows, though. I think she knows that there's there's a lot of stuff going on with him. Yeah, guess, she knows that he's super smart, and she even says that to him when they're having copies. She's like, "Why is this so easy
0: to you?" And like, she's the she's the female equivalent of Nick Thompson. Just you know, mend the broken wings. I'm going to mend the broken wings. So Yeah, so I found that whole that I found that just to be a bit weak. Again, as bad I've cop Boston. It was good, but it's a shithole, absolute shithole. Then just watching it this last time. So Will does the first equation on the board and it's the Saturday and it's the wanky bloody wine lunch that they're having. It's the Catalina wine mixer.
2: Yeah, the, the reunion, yeah.
0: And the girl and the two blokes comes and says, you know, Professor Lambo. Oh, yeah. And he goes, this is a Saturday, unless you want to get a drink with me yeah, later. Yeah, I know. Fucking creepy. How creepy. Many, awesome. How many professors root the students in America, like in – Union. In- I yeah, it's a trope in American movies. Oh my God. God. So maybe this harks back to
1: Lambo ringing. Uh, maybe, maybe it is.
0: Maybe it is. Ringing yeah Skylar. So yeah, oh, please yeah.
1: check it. And Freep. if we
0: drop, it, drop a call on the MySpace, because I think, yeah, I think it is. Creep to creep. Yep. Okay, that was it for me for bad. Anyone got anything for ugly? I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Do you I, get I do too. And- oh, oh, okay. Let's start with you, Dan. Okay.
2: Did you recognize any of the equations on that board as mathematics? (laughs) No, not at all. We, dear fellow, if we went to a school by the name of Cromer High School, and I think it has a lot to answer for because of that it was maths. I've never seen it before in my life.
0: That's advanced advanced mathematics, Daniel. Wow.
1: That was super advanced. What about it? Yeah.
0: What about just drawing dots? I can do that. I can draw some lines with some dots.
2: And when they do that, when they're in the scene and they do where they cross off the Remainers together and give each other a hot shot. Yeah. What about poor old Tom? Oh.
0: Scorned housewife. So if you appreciate what he does for you. Oh God, Tom. Tom. Get us a coffee, Tom. Fuck off. Yeah, Tom sucks. And when he gets Picard, the parole card, he just gives it to Tom. Tom's just a bitch. Yeah. He's like the house elf. He's Dobby.
1: Yeah, when he when he rubs in that scene you're talking about, Morggs, when he rubs, when he puts his arm around oh, that's, Matthew, that's and, and right. rubs his head and Tom yeah. is just ropeable. Yeah, he's he's guys,
2: guys, awesome, like, He is yeah. so creepy. It's yeah. brilliant.
1: Okay, Gow, yeah, what do you got? I've got now, Morgs, you'll you'll like this. You'll appreciate this being ugly. They have a song called Big Strong Man in this movie. Oh. And it is only it is played in the first scene when they go to the first pub. And it's on in the background. You can hardly hear it. They needed to turn that up. Do you need me to sing it? One of the oh. great songs of all time. <laughs> why he actually, yeah. why he took, Whitey took this in? why he took this song in after our travels? One great, of the great, great songs. Semi professional rugby
2: in <laughs> Canada, the and I came back singing songs <laughs> and excellent drink and piss. And this was one of the songs. And why he took it to his bosom, which was, yeah, which was excellent. Big
1: chest. Why Yeah, the big chest. Big chest. Big chest. Uh, but yeah, it's a cracking song. It deserves more airtime. It's on, you've got to listen s- super hard to hear it. Right, yeah. Not yeah. happy about that.
0: It'd be a big song in Boston, that song. Yeah, well, it's an Irish, it's an Irish yeah. song. Yeah. It's got, done by the Wolf Tones. Okay, are you done? Yeah. Okay, I've got as ugly educational snobbery. I fucking hate it. I hate people that think they're smarter than people and they should just rub it in people's faces. It's Lambeau, it's the cockhead in the bar. I hate educational no, art. Yeah. Right? It shits me to tears. We can't go past it without saying Miramax and Weinstein. Ugly. I don't know if any of you guys noted this, but when he first starts to trial the psychiatrists at the start, so he goes, and the first guy that he sees, the old digger with the gray hair, Yep. he's got a book that he's reading. Will's reading his book on his bed. Yep. It's called Help Yourself, and he's turning the pages. And there's no writing on the, page oh, the, really? book. Oh, the pages. Oh, really? Yeah, the pages are blank. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you just have a book with a dust cover on? Take the
1: sleeve off the yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just have know. a dust cover. These little mate. things, like it's like the binoculars. You're like, how did yeah. someone not notice that? Like you're doing, you doing. Yeah, they would have done yeah, this scene a few times. You would have gone, oh, like.
0: I had to rewind that. to check it, and I was like, yeah. no, nah, there's nothing on those pages. No, fair enough. Morgues. Quick
3: fire. Uh,
2: take it away, yes, mate. Yes, if we really quick, quick one tonight. The first one's Lookalike, where we look at any characters in the film and think that they're reminders of anyone. Now, this one, shout out to my fellow and North Shore call member, Anthony Bernard Meghan, the meat feet, the meat shirt himself. He is a dead fucking ringer for Robin Williams. And I honestly think he could tour and do Robin Williams bits at the moment and silly Americans would think he's been reincarnated. Reincarnated.
1: If if Ant's growing the beard, then, yeah, it looks looks a lot like him in this movie for sure. Mate. So the other thing
2: that was really concerning about this film was that Ant looked exactly like Robin Williams, but Robin Williams is only 46 during the filming of this movie, and that is in our rearview fucking mirror. Oh, my
1: God. Can you believe that?
2: Yeah.
0: Ouch. Good one. There, there's no other lookalike. No other lookalikes no, I could see. No, that's, so, can't be next vegan. one, that's not an i Michael J.
2: Crocodile Dundee in Crocodile Dundee for a scene that's passed over into popular culture. I'm going to say plenty. Yeah. Oh, think,
0: apples. Apples. It's got to be How about them apples? apples?
2: How about yeah. that,
1: is, that is 100% in daily lexicon. How, how yeah, about them apples? Some. I think for
2: sure. Yeah. That, that would be the number one. Awesome. Yep. That's it. Can't go past it. Philip Stucky in Pretty Woman, Jason Alley, the deadest
0: character for the biggest fuckwit in the film, boys. Who'd you choose? I'm I originally have Lambo, but it's got surely it's Clark. Yeah, Clark's the biggest. Yeah, Harvard's sure. ponytail dick. I've got yeah. it's gotta be him. I don't
2: think he can beat it. You can't yeah. beat yeah. him.
0: You cannot beat him. He is the ultimate dick. What and a And he dude.
2: parodies himself in, in one of the Kevin Smith films. Does he? Yeah, that, Yeah, that, that come afterwards, but yeah, totally agree. I think that epitomises what you were talking about before—that educational class yep. that looks down on the rest of us. Oh, actually, I play in both camps, but anyway, we'll move on. Cast of Caddyshack, or an actor, or in cast who aren't watch watch sure what film they're in. I didn't get anyone that was really tonally off in this one. Did you guys pick up on anyone? No, I just think Tom, that I was, was a bit of an odd, odd
1: character. Like, he, he
0: wasn't really required. Like, he didn't really do anything to the movie. Oh, you know what? I actually, on this rewatch, I'm like, it sort of just shows the power that Lambo has. Yeah. So, I thought Tom might have been in a gay gimp porn, playing like he's- Yeah, he's, no,
1: he was just no, a- He's just, Tom was his old protege. It was yeah. just and then he And then he's got him on staff. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he's found the new toy.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Not a lot. Good goal.
2: Next one, Maggie Grace running for particularly poor showing of athletic prowess oh, from sure. the, I got the it. movie
1: Taken. G-Man. The whole fight scene. Every oh, punch yeah. they throw in slow motion with their with their faces screwed up. Have you any watched, oh, yeah. watched those punches? Like, yeah. Honestly. Flex was particularly funny. Yeah. And I, I think they had to do it in slow motion because otherwise it, w- so it Mate, wouldn't have looked realistic at all. I've
0: got, I've got. This might be controversial, yeah. But Cole Hauser is particularly bad in that fight. Yeah, and he goes yeah, on to be I one agree. of the best yeah. fighters, Couple best brawlers, yeah, yeah, in the history. Yeah, and he is the first punch he throws; his wrist actually yeah. buckles the other way. Oh, they all it, do it. They all the have this bent oh. wrist all punch. Them
2: are kids, yeah. Just, yeah. They've never thrown one in anger. A right cross to a certain jaw. Yeah. No, that uh, was, no, that was that for was for me. Terrible. That was it. Yep. Yeah. Good ball, G-Man. And finally Robots, and not finally, not finally. but uh, pen- ultimately, Robot Centuries 4, an additional sort of scene that you want to see in the director's start, uh, If Gus Van dust dos- dusted off this film and thought, I'm just going to whack a bit more in there because I didn't quite get to tell the story that I wanted to see, was there anything that you wanted to know about these characters that you didn't see? No.
1: No. I, look, two hours, two hours and six minutes. I think they cover everything. Yep. They covered a lot I of don't the, the cases. I don't think you need to see much more because you get the whole gist of Matt Damon's character because he plays it so well. I absolutely. think.
2: Agreed. I might revisit this and listen to this, but agreed. Finally, why does Brad Pitt or an actor you'd like to assault with a friendly, florid weapon? Mm, dear out
0: me. Okay, of this the cast, this was choose? difficult because I, I'm, Mini Driver doesn't do it for me. I don't like a woman that's got a bigger jawline than I do. There is a again. It's a creepy scene when Will is in the first psychiatrist, the one with the guy whose book doesn't have any writing in it, and he comes out and Lambo's tuning the the blonde student. Yes, on the he's on the couch and there's this blonde. She's a good sort. She's the one.
1: Ah, uh, yes, wow. yes, yes, God. yes, yes. Yeah. the one outside his room. Yep. Yes, the yep. blonde. The blonde. Hundred percent. Everyone. This is quite a sausage fest. No, I'm fine. I'm partial to Minnie, but that yep. girl. Yep. Yes, I yep. did. I did she's see her in the rewatch. Yep.
2: very good sort. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Festival de la Chorizo, But I'm actually pretty partial to Old Square Jaw I Mini mean, Driver. Yeah. So okay. and Xavier Lysbexer. So there you go. Well, it's a truly Quick fire. Well done, gentlemen.
0: Yes. Well done, Daniel. Another successful quick fire in the review. Let's move in to listen to this, G-Man. Take your baby
1: away. Oh wow. There's a lot here. The picture in Sean's room is actually painted by Gus Van Sant, the one they talk about. Yeah, for so long at the start man of the movie. In the boat. Yeah, uh, man- the little man in the boat. I've <laughs> <laughs> got another one for you. That uh, speaking of directors for this movie, Mel Gibson was offered a chance to direct.
0: Yeah, he was a bad Mel. Yeah. He
1: met with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and with Harvey Weinstein, but then passed on directing it. Oh, so very interesting. Wow. Yeah, this, this would be around Braveheart time, isn't it? Yeah, just after. Yeah, just after. Yeah, yeah. but uh, look. On the first day of shooting two, these two were ecstatic. They were actually had tears in their eyes because they saw Robin Williams and Stellan and Skarsgard up there doing doing their movie, you know, the thing that they had written and they thought this is it, we've uh, done must it. Be we finally
2: yeah. got there, yeah. Incredibly, incredibly yeah. yeah.
1: Five five years they waited on that script and doing everything trying to get it through and then they've finally at that point I can understand how yeah emotional they would be. For okay.
0: sure. So when Robin Williams died in twenty fourteen, the park bench. That him and Matt Damon sat on in the park became an impromptu memorial site. Heaps of people flocked to it, left flowers, quotes, you know, mm-hmm. tributes. Everything to him. there, yeah. And they're actually talking that the petition's been passed to get a statue made just near the bench there uh, in his honour. I, I can imagine so. I mean, uh, there's probably
1: not a lot of huge moves that like they come out of Boston as, as the background, yeah. Like that, you know, so it would have you know it'd be something that would
0: be close to the city's heart. I would think. Yeah, the departed. Yeah, departed. What about Casey Affleck ad-libbed most of his lines? Yeah. To the oh, point he's... where Affleck, Damon, and Gus Van Sant went that his lines are way better than what's in the script. So they just what about? What he about? is so good in this movie, Casey when Affleck. I, they I Chuck agree. his house,
1: and he comes downstairs, and they're like, what are you? like? Oh, my God.
0: Pull somewhere, and he comes down, and he's
1: all tired. He's like, with the minute. He's a scene still yeah, oh, so He's he is so
0: good. He is so good. So in his fifth year at Harvard, Matt Damon started writing a play, a one-act play. When he met Ben Affleck, they then started to beat this out, which became this movie. So pretty cool. Morgan, you talked about Matt
1: Damon being a bit like you, and he, he really was. He dropped out of Harvard 12 credits short of graduating to pursue his acting Ooh. career. Oh, yeah, I know someone else that, that took a while to get their degree done. Yeah. They I dropped did. out to, to pursue their... visits.
2: I had to go with my tail between my legs quite a few years after and uh, finally get across the line with that. So, yes, completely understand where he's coming from.
0: So Mini Driver's character Skylar, this is a good one actually. He's named after Damon's ex-girlfriend, Skylar yeah. Satinstein. Yeah. She left Matt Damon for Lars Ulrich before filming oh began. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Damon and Driver obviously started rooting on the on the, yep, on, on the on the side. Yep. So I've had
2: more chemistry in real life. IRL for you kids.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: I know one. So they actually had a lot of help with the, with the script because while the, the nucleus of the script was excellent, they had this, a whole other act where, where, but Damon's character, Will Hunting, went off and actually joined the CIA. And him and Chucky went and had adventures in the CIA. And it was just a little fucking ridiculous. And they had Terrence Malick, William Goldman, and Kevin Smith all say to them, boys, why don't you just finish it when Will Hunting's off to, to chase the girl? That's a fucking symmetry. Yeah, movie. that's perfect. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, okay. So, but it was, yeah, it was rather more elongated and would have been completely over the top. Should they try and tack that that storyline onto the onto the back of yeah, it? But would have ruined I, it. I, I, yeah, I felt found that less is more. It's it's something I often tell myself when I'm I'm writing screens myself.
1: Mate, that would have that would have hit more just first blood issue. The last third just killing it. If they'd have done that.
2: Oh no! Not even a last word. Just that. In my defence, it was only just that over-the-top thing that where Sly flexes his his muscles and does that whole monologue bit, which I don't think is necessary. I think the audience is smart enough to know that John Rambo went through some shit in fucking Vietnam. He doesn't need to tell us.
0: It's funny you say that because going back to our social media, that that, that video that I put up of that speech is the catalyst for the growth of our. Yeah, oh, Instagram channel. God. That's and, sweet. And I thought it was a three hour. I love it. Nothing myself is over. Nothing.
2: You just don't turn it off. Parts and- okay,
0: I've got one last one. So the job interview, Morg's favorite part of the, the movie. Best. Retina, Which we hear from Daniel about seven times a fucking week. But the job interview <laughs> that Chucky goes on is for a company called Holden and McNeil. Ah, really? Now, ben Affleck's character in Chasing Amy is called Holden, Holden McNeil. McNeil. Yeah. How good. So there you go. Very good. little, uh, little Easter egg there for the, for the nerds. Alas. Okay, a notable quotables. G-Man, what do you
1: well, got? Well, obviously, retainer to me is the biggest one <laughs> in this movie. It's the best. Yeah. Um, and I've that, heard you say that to me. So, yeah, so many
2: times. Forty-five years. Yeah. yeah.
1: But that whole that whole Chucky, when he's doing that, that whole thing where he goes, oh, that's awesome. Like, good day, gentlemen. Oh, Until that day oh. comes, keep your ear to the grindstone. Oh, my God. feel I also liked I also liked when Sean and Lambo are fighting. Yeah, you're smarter than me then, and you're smarter than me now. So don't blame me for how your life turned out. It's not my fault. I don't blame you. It's not about you, you mathematical dick. Yeah,
0: it's so good. <laughs> what about when they're the last session and Will and and Sean are hugging, and Will says, "Does this violate the doctor patient relationship?" And Sean goes, "Not unless you grab my ass."
2: Yeah. Uh, I liked all of Casey Affleck's bits, and, and to find out they were mostly improvised with the best, but. He does actually pay homage to the Great Apocalypse Now when he's he's at the bar and he's like just and then I said her a fucking and <laughs> I just swallowed a yeah. mic. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, is said by Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Apocalypse Now when he breaks character. Yeah. So yeah, paying homage to the big fella.
0: Yeah. Nice. I like the bit. The one of the few bits which I think actually works really well is the between Skyler and Will when she says. When they're eating at the food stand, and she goes, "You were hoping for a good night kiss." And he goes, "No, you know, I'll tell you, I was hoping for a good night lay, but I'll settle for a good night kiss." And she goes, "How very noble of you."
1: That was good. What about Mikey, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davy, Timmy, Tommy, Joey,
0: Robbie, Johnny, and Brian? See it <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. very good. Do we have a one degree of Kurt Russell? Anyone find anything? No, I didn't find. I didn't that. find anything to be honest. Nothing. Come on, watchers, get get us on this. Find it. Nothing. Film school for fuckwits.
2: Yes, shallow edge This week I thought I'd take a look at best screenwriting debuts, and I thought I'd start off by looking at the best screenwriting debuts according to Metacritic. Which I What's also a Metacritic. Ken? A great. Yes. Yeah, Simply. funny you should ask, because I had no fucking idea. So apparently Metacritic is a website that aggregates reviews of films, television shows, music, albums, video games, and it used to do books. So I had no fucking idea that it existed. Who are you? There you go. But anyway, I thought I'd look at what they think as the best screenwriting debuts and then maybe maybe chuck a few on of my own. But anyway, David Ayer was the screenwriter of Training Day. Right. And old mate Ethan Hawke bit, which is a fucking excellent movie, and I'm sure we'll do on this at some stage. Hanswian so, Truquai, yeah, it's yeah, on directed, yes, but written by written by David Ayer. So yeah, which I think, as far as uh, a solid debut film, I mean that's quite a revered film itself. So I, I don't think I could argue with the Metacritic's on that one. I don't. Uh, next one. Is Kevin Smith, who we've spoken about quite a bit, but Clerks, 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 Clerks in Australia, Clerks in the rest of the world, 1994. So he actually he wrote, directed, and and produced that on an absolute shoestring and shot in black and white because he didn't have the freight to get Panavision in in involved. But look, I, I mean, I love Clerks. I mean, we all. When did when did we watch that? Oh, right, oh, when it came out. Like
0: yeah, we, when, when it came
2: out, been, yeah, it since
0: Its inception.
2: And we we really enjoyed Kevin Smith's universe at that time, and really enjoyed that movie. So yeah, I look, I, I agree with the Metacritics. Any that movie that would any be... movie
0: with the lead character called Dante, you got to respect that. Dante, what Excellent. a wanker he is. Dan. Ah, hey. next, next one, a film
2: that we all love, and I revisit quite often. That John Favreau, who of course oh, yeah. has gone on to amazing Hollywood career and and writing huge blockbusters and starring him huge blockbusters but it all started with him and swingers when he couldn't get a gig him and Vince Vaughn could not get a gig in Hollywood so they thought they'd write their own film and and star in that themselves so very low-key comedy but if you haven't seen it recently holds up well it's a bit of a time capsule but yeah I, I think the Metacritics are probably
1: onto something with that yeah I watched that maybe six months ago maybe a year ago good good flick you're right
0: Morgz, it holds up all right it's really good do you still uh, watched one. Sorry, I will hang- rush through them. Sorry, buddy. No, I was going to ask you do, you, do you watch movies other than the movies you watch for want to watch? Occasionally.
1: Look, I can't remember. It came on and I was like, oh, I sw- like I just started
0: on a channel. And I was like, oh, swingers.
2: That's, that's a good you, movie. Good hustle, and Good muscle. Yeah, yeah. Jumped on you it. You can sort of enter at any any time in good that hustle. film and, yeah. and, and kick on. He's so, well such a loser
0: you, in it, John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The 50 so phone this- calls, you, mates. Oh, that is that is the most excruciating Oh, So bad to watch. So bad. So good. Excellent. All right, next one. Now I don't know this film, Mighty. I'm hoping you might. But Ryan Johnson, his screenwriting debut was Brick. Oh yeah, that's got Joseph Gordon Levitt.
0: Joseph Gordon Levitt in it. Yes. Yes. It's very dark, depressing. Should I watch it? You know what? If we can exercise Ryan Johnson out of Star Wars, which he single-handedly did the worst Star Wars movie of all time, he's made some pretty good films, like he did Looper, Brick. He's done Knives Out. He's actually a a pretty good filmmaker.
2: I I quite like the the, the recent TV series too that he, he's done. I haven't completed it with the that is the the, the sluice that the with the female lead character. Oh,
0: poker Pokerface,
2: Muggerface. Yep. Yeah, which is a, I I enjoyed it. I haven't I haven't kept up with it. Yep. But it was definitely the episode. He's, he's exceptional. Yeah, uh, He's really he's really good. He
0: just really fucked up.
2: Last Jedi, really, really badly. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you because I haven't seen yeah. that dribble, but. but yes, Bricky is doing. Uh, Bricky is
0: uh, pretty sure it's about suicide. It's pretty heavy, pretty heavy going. Yeah. Yeah. Worth, worth having a crack. It's right up your alley, Dan, Indy.
2: The next one, obviously, huge for us. Quentin Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs. We don't have to go into this one too much, just to say that it took us on a different path. That We were all blockbuster kids, we, we were seeing all our movies. At Warringah Mall, at the, at the Twin, and then the court, and then the God knows how many cinemas are there now. But, yeah, this, this started us on a journey that suggested Hollywood wasn't all about what was coming out over the blockbusters, and you could dig a little deeper and find some absolutely incredible films. So, yeah, agree with that with the Metacritics.
1: Definitely, I tell you what—the um, the Michael Madsen dancing scene, the greatest. Oh,
0: we talked about this last yeah, week. That, in it was last week. school last as well? We did, but yeah, it's an yeah, amazing. Yeah, we'll,
2: we'll do this film obviously on on this at some stage. Definitely. but yeah, just a—it just, opened up my eyes to just this this world of cinema that we've we've since gone on a journey with for thirty five years. The so. only
0: question with the Tarantino films, and I'll pose it now to the three of us, is. Do we do the Tarantino films in order of release, or do we just oh. pick and choose a Tarantino film and just maybe start? Well, we, you, can we yeah. you can choose so everything I'm thinking, else. Yeah, so i But we did talk. Remember a long time ago, we spoke about Rocky, and we said, "Well, we're going to do. We should do the Rockies in the order," which is why we sort of haven't done a Rocky yet. Well, mm. I really like to do a Rocky, but I think with Quentin, maybe we just dive in somewhere. Yep, I'm happy to I, do that. Yeah. Because they're all good, all are, they're all good.
2: All right, sticking with debut screenwriter, so Cameron Crow, Cameron Crow. Oh yeah, his actually debut was a movie called Say Anything Right. nineteen eighty nine with John Cusack, John Cusack, and Ioanis Styre. Looks like so. I, I say it looks like because I haven't fucking seen this movie.
0: Yeah, you seen it? What? You- I've seen. I haven't seen. I've seen bits of it. I haven't seen all of it. This is. It's actually really super popular. It's a bit of a teen romancy sort of romance thing. Apparently it gets pretty good raps. But Cameron Crowe's good. Okay. Cameron All right.
2: Oh, no, I'd love Cameron Crowe. I love his films, but didn't know about that one. Look, the last two from the Metacritics though, one I don't know and one I do know well. So first one, Ari Aster, who wrote Hereditary yeah. from 2018. What yeah. have you seen? What? It's a horror.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. it's got Tony Collette in it. That's it, correct. It yeah, is, I it, don't know anything about it. It's very, very good. It is so Ooh. fucking creepy. It is. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm not going to say much about what it is, but it it's morgues I know you boys aren't big into horror. Yeah, I don't like horror comics. Me and Corey, I am, but, but I fucking think they're a bit shit. But it is, it's well worth a watch. It's something a little different. It sort of takes a, a, a there's one shocking scene in it where, mate, it, it blew me away. Blew me away. Okay. It's well
2: worth a watch. Well, there you go. You heard yeah. it, F-wits. Go watch *Hereditary*, a recent film too, 2018. Yeah, so and well done, the screenwriter Aria Aster. But look, the last one that the Metacritic's have, and this is just their top ten. So it was Richard Kelly and Donnie Darko from 2001. Now, and this had a bit of a moment. Obviously, we we're a bit older. I know that high school kids, particularly, really enjoy this. But we 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 were somewhat far removed from high school. When it came out, yes. hadn't perhaps matured much, but we definitely had left Cramer High or survived Kramer High by that time.
0: <laughs> what do you guys think of Donnie Darko? Look, to be to be honest, I, I've only seen it a few times, and yeah. I, I still don't understand what's going on.
2: I too am not quite sure what's happening, but I think that's 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 part of the appeal. G man never watched it. Excellent, yeah.
0: G. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, I I still I couldn't tell you what's going on. It's time travel. That's all I know. And there's some code. Yeah, it's. There's some code. It's trippy. Yeah. I might try and give it another watch. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, mind. Yeah. that was. I've heard about it a few times. Critics. I've never I've never
1: jumped into it. So maybe I should give it a watch. I think you should give it a watch. I reckon your sisters would be into Your younger sister
2: would be into that, G Man.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe when we get our Patreon going, we can do Donnie Darko for the Patreon. Is fans. that when we
2: get a routine? Yeah, we get people to pay to listen to us. Yeah. Pay, That'd pay be us, nice. to All right. pay us to Let's get onto that Patreon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, that was very, very good. But I'm going I'm to say I reckon they've missed. Quite a few, but I'm going to, these five that I reckon they missed. The first one, we talked about him a few weeks back, but Alex Garland, who wrote 28 Days
0: Later. Yep. Great movie.
2: What an impressive, impressive screenwriting debut that was. He's obviously a novelist and has written some great novels and a great flick since. But yeah, I think that struck me as a very innovative, directed by Danny Boyle, incredible first up screenwriting. Another movie we've talked about a lot, Diablo Cody and Juno. Great movie, good a bit movie. Of a favourite of me and
1: Whitey's. Are you into that?
0: Yeah, I've watched it. I've
1: watched it before. It's a good movie.
0: Have you, did good you movie. hear the news? Yeah. Like in the last few weeks, about that apparently Elliot Page, or Ellen as she was known back then, and Olivia Thirlby were getting yes. it on quite a bit on the, on set. the set. Yep. Yeah. I had not heard that. Yeah, yeah that came so, out a little Because Olivia Thurlby's bisexual, and oh. they were like, there was quite a bit of dabbling going on. When I yeah, read it. It's
2: a never sad story, the, the, the Elliot page, I think yes. his name is now. Yep. I very definitely found it difficult to, to 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 work within the confines of the box that Hollywood tried to put him into. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting.
0: Yep. Keep going.
2: Another one, another favorite of mine, I think Whitey might take it, I bet Gow doesn't. Michael Arndt, who wrote Little Miss Sunshine. Great Movie. Great
0: know? movie. Wouldn't have a clue. For the late great Love you no, too, man. Late,
1: no, I haven't watched it. The late great Alan Arkin. I have heard a Tony lot about yeah. it. I've heard a lot about it. I never I never watched it. I think I started watching the start of it and I never got into it and I yeah. I it's never never took it back. It's pretty funny.
2: Cool movie. Excellent. All right. Very quickly, I finished with three Alan Sorkin. Yep. A few good men yeah. was his first. First movie script and what a, an amazing flick! We'll definitely do it yeah. on this at once. I'm stage. glad you brought
1: that up, Morgs, because that was one I was going to bring up for
2: sure. Yeah, it had to be, and that's why I'm wondering what these critics smoke because it wasn't in their list. But next one, obviously, obviously, Sliced Alone, Rocky. Oh, please! I saw. I mean, to bring that to the screen, he had to fight the studios to actually play the part himself and get it made, and then it wins the Oscar in a in a very very strong movie year. Yeah, Metacritics. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking there. But finally, obviously Goodwill Hunting, which put actually put Matt Damon in a rare company. So only core cool people have ever been nominated for acting and writing in the Oscars in the same year. So Damon's one of them. The other three, Charlie Chapman for the great dictator, Orson Welles for Citizen Kane. Wow. And sliced alone for Rocky. Cool. Gosh. There you go. That's crazy, isn't it? There you go. Hey, that's Film School quiz this week. And special thanks to Metacritic, I Know Where You Are Now, and to Screen read. Thank you.
0: Good work, Dante. Oh, well done, Dan. Just bringing the heat. And now we're going to move into Stan Bush kick-ass credit song, and we've got Gow on the mic.
1: All right. Look, I um, I changed this up a little bit this week because oh. you know, I'm very creative and I can't be kept in a box. Oh, can't be kept you're in the, the, the
0: songbird of a generation. I
1: am the songbird of a generation. I made a song and I did it to one of the most revered and, and, and universally loved rappers of our world. Oh, Coolio. Will Smith.
2: <laughs> oh. No, speaking of odysseys.
1: Yeah. So this this just came to me very quickly. So I just, I bumped this out today. So okay. it's it's a bit off track. I'm looking so forward to it. Here we go. It's called cool. Wicked Smart.
0: <laughs> Love it already. Well, this is a story
1: all about how Will Hunty's life got turned upside down. If you'll be quiet for a minute and not get mouthy, I'll tell you a little story about the boy from Southie. In South of Boston, he was born and raised with Chucky, Billy and Morgan. He spent most of his days chilling at MIT and solving some riddles and on the b-ball court giving Carmine a pizzle. Our boy Willie had a shit job loose. Lamb was sent him to Sean to make him come good. He destroyed old Sean with his wife and his art. Didn't take very long, cause our boy's wicked smart.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> they sent him for a job, thought it's a no brainer. Instead, Chucky posted up, tried to get his retainer. Then Willie was busy, he'd given Scarlet a click, for Sean kept fighting with the mathematical dick. They thought his life was on track, give the new job a whirl, but the house was empty, he'd gone to see about a girl. Sean's great lesson was to follow
0: his heart, so that's what he did, cause our boy's wicked smart. She ice Steve, Oh, dude, man. Oh, really? that's the first rap. Yeah. First rap? Wow. wow. Very white. Very white. <laughs> it was very white. It was a very white rap. It was Excellent, a wap. Excellent, Who It was a wap. Okay, star of the show. We'll start with you up on the land, Dan. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to give
2: it to Robin Williams. Rest in peace. When I look into his eyes, I see our great friend, Anthony Meehan, but I also <laughs> realize what a talent he was. And a brilliant dramatic actor, extremely good comic, and the story about him trying to swear on camera when it's done out with NBC every Friday night when Bork and Mindy just made me piss my pants. So well done, Robin Williams. Love you, bud.
0: Yeah, G-Man.
1: Oh, I, I can't top that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You've said it more. Yeah, he was unbelievable in this movie. Just shows off how diverse he really was. And it's a shame. You know, it's really, really sad that he's gone because he was. he's been so good in so many things.
0: Three from three here. It's Robin. It's a Robin Williams three beat. Well done. RIP legend lost way too early. We move into the rank bank, and I've got a few to choose here. Love to get your feedback, boys. So, apples. Yep. Honeytailed Harvard douchebags. Unsolvable equations. Farting wives self-loathing geniuses, and baseball mitt masturbations.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I think we're yeah. going with baseball mitt masturbations. Oh, uh, that
2: scene is brilliant. <laughs> JC Applejack, well played.
0: Okay. We're going to start with Gao here because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's his call. How many baseball mitt masturbations are you going to give Goodwill Hunting, gear? Five. Five, straight up five. Oh, wow. This movie's a
1: five, That's no crazy. doubt. It's a five. It is unreal. The the fact that they did this so young, the two of them is just crazy. They could write this script, get it done, and and pull in people like Robin Williams and Stellan Skarsgård to do this. And and the like, I know we pulled it apart a little bit, but the acting in this movie is so good. The the rapport between all of them is just crazy. It's such a good movie. I, I you know it's it is a heavy movie, but it is something you can always put on because it's a it's such a it's such yep. a good tale, such a good story, and it's not a story you you hear a lot. You know, it's not the kind of thing you normally get pumped out. So that's that's why it appeals to me. I think it's great. It's five for me. Well done, G man. I love that.
0: Dan, what do you got? Yeah, look, I'm
2: nowhere near energy on this. It's going to fuck up his rankings. That'll fuck his average. But I really enjoyed this. I'd not probably watch it again. I like the fact that it started off the the film career of two guys that had been absolutely. Instrumental in our movie watching over the last thirty years, as I said, love Robin Williams and got in This, but I'm not near a five, and I'm I'm going near a four. I'm going to go three point seven five. Okay,
0: still seven and a half, mate. It's a it's a good score. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Look, this is for baseball mitt masturbations for me. Eight out of ten. Great movie. I enjoyed it. I probably, again, it's it's the it's the watching for reviewing bit that probably gets me a bit nitpicky on it. The whole Skylar Will thing probably is the bit that kills it for me. They could have gone either more into that or less into that. I think it, the movie could have been better because of... Just with that, with a bit of a change attack there. But for Baseball mit Masturbations for me now, G-Man is still a pretty damn good score. Okay, so this... Which Goodwill Hunting at 4.25 baseball mitt masturbations
1: equal with the Usual Suspects and Animal Kingdom, Ghostbusters, Full Metal Jacket, and Die Hard. Yeah, it's, wow, there's sounds, a lot of movies in there. Like it's where it should be. Yeah. So look, that brings us into equal sixteenth spot. That's a huge amount of movies. Yeah. On the same level pegging. Yeah. But there's some good movies in there. I mean, the Usual Suspects. Like that's a
0: Five, G-Man. Well done, G-Man. I love it when someone pops a five out. Yeah. Something pretty special. To it's a good happen. movie. It's but, a really good yeah, movie. Well, that's why it's in your top 10. Okay, if you loved Goodwill Hunting, what are you going to love? G-Man, take it away. Look, I, I had a couple here. I thought about the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's a bit of a go-to for you at the moment.
1: The sixth It's sense. a bit of a story. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gritty, involved story about a guy that's you know in jail and, and wrongfully in jail. And, you know, his his struggles through that time. The other one I thought about was Rain Man. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time, but geez, it's a good movie. Obviously, Dustin Hoffman's great in that, and Tom Cruise. A really good story coming of age for Tom Cruise, and I think that's sort of, it fits it fit me sort of with this movie. So to me, that's something like this.
0: Yeah, perfect. What about you, Dan? What do you got?
2: Yeah, I it just reminded me of Casey Affleck and how much I like that cat and his film from 2016, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, nice. You're a buckwheat. I can see you on the screen. You're so transparent, Daniel. (laughs) Yes, it's an indie flick from Casey Affleck. Lucas Hedges, who's been excellent recently in many films, including Lady Bird. I really enjoyed him. Michelle Williams, who I can give or take, but she's pretty good in this. Col Chandler, who does does a lot from the Friday Night Lights TV series, yeah, really good for you. It's fucking grim as grim. This is not grim. something you want re- to visit very often, but just another another the Commonwealth of Massachusetts set film with with characters similar to to that that we see in Good Hunting, and just really shows off the chops of Casey Affleck, who is the genius. And uh, really, really enjoyable. And you can get fucked for rolling your eyes at me.
1: Right. I was looking because, you know. Have what, you seen it, Gail? Yeah, you, you won't believe this more I haven't seen it. But I'll take that under <laughs> recommendation as well.
2: You, you would, look, you, it's, a, it's a bit of a tough hang, but it's a, you, you will enjoy the experience. But you'll think that's a good fucking film.
1: What was the one you told me to watch earlier that I got onto? Oh, Gross Point Blank. Press, no, 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 that's no, no. no I've seen that. that. Very different to that. No, part. no, no, I've seen that. No, it was something else we talked about earlier. Oh, you'll have to oh, listen. You'll have to re-listen the to start? the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, have to re-listen listening. to the
0: podcast. Yeah, get her listens up. I okay. a lot of shig, yeah. I've gone outside the movie world. I've gone into TV. The Queen's Gambit. Anya oh, Taylor yeah. Joy, often tender at the tender age of nine, prodigious introvert Beth Harmon discovers and masters the game of chess in the nineteen sixties. It's a great. What made you TV. think of that? Oh, I just thought about geniuses. What's I was you like, to do with, oh, oh okay. geniuses, right? Okay, I was thinking, it's, okay. and that's what she is. Yeah. She's a. Yeah, yeah, she's prodigy. a chess, chess, chess prodigy, prodigy yeah. and I think that she's got a very tough upbringing. She's got very similar parallels. It's a, you know, yeah. and she. No, no, so it's really good really, series. If that, you've not really seen good. it, which I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone did. It came out sort of around COVID lockdown times. So I think everyone would have binged it, but it's excellent, very, very good. Yeah. It's on Netflix, so if you haven't seen it, really good show. Watch it. It's very easy to binge. Well, that is it for Goodwill Hunting. Another one down. We're we're in the mid-60s now for Born to Watch where we sort of feel like we know what we're doing. But it doesn't mean that we can't use some more listeners. So please share to all your friends and give us a review on Apple. You can actually write a review on Apple. It makes a huge difference to how much the show gets seen. And give us a five-star review on Spotify as well. Do both. We'd love you for it. We'd really appreciate it. We want to go to number one in Norway. That's our goal. Are we we're pretty good on the TikToks now, are we? Yeah, we've got a good following on TikTok. We're up over sort of 12, about 12,000. So we're getting there. That's like a lot. About 5,000 on Instagram. We're growing. We've, and this has all been in the last sort of five or six weeks. So thank you for your support. We love you all. Next week, we're going to where it all began for Marvel. We're going to Iron Man. And it's going to be Marcel and Gow. And demo. Oh, oh, this isn't my week off. <laughs> no, it's not. You don't get a week hey, it's off, gal. my fucking week <laughs> off. <out. laughs> There's only two constants here, G-Man. There's only two constants. Yeah, looking forward to it. A Robert looking Downey it. Jr.'s comeback. And John Favreau wasn't expected to do anything, and it absolutely yeah. changed the world as we Good know league. it. Should be fun. Our first Marvel. It should be fun without Dan, not having to listen to him sigh and roll his eye eyes as he would do, as he did in The Dark Knight. Till next week, you stay classy, San Diego.
1: Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Morgs, for playing down to us. Appreciate that for the episode.
2: Dan, no problem, mate. We're doing it my whole life. Shout out to Marky, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davey, Jimmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian.
0: It's fine for now.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, You can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.